David. Hello, David. Hey, guys. How are you? How are things in Montreal? Cold. How are things near Boston? Oh, it's cold. <laughs> it's that time of year. It's not springtime yet. But no, it's but coming. we're so right? close, Baseball man. Not too far. No, and that's a good feeling, isn't it? It is. And hey, the you know the Hall of Fame thing. Why is everybody so excited about this? I, I don't get it. <laughs> Every year, you know, one guy gets in, two guys gets in. Sometimes nobody gets in. This right. year, three guys got in. They you did. Know, fourth almost did. You know, it's a great year for the uh, BBWAA, right? Sort of. In some ways, yes, and in some ways, no. I, and I think the fact that the BBWAA had to, had to, chose to ban one of its members today from future Hall of Fame voting shows that maybe it wasn't the greatest year. And uh, maybe guys like Ken Gurnick putting just Jack Morris on the ballot and the anonymous guy who sent in a blank ballot, those would make up the difference for Craig Biggio. No, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, I think one blank ballot is actually fewer than usual. Um, there are usually a couple every year, That's and it's true. a problem. I mean, uh, things need to change. Um, I'm somebody who, I'm in the BBWAA. I do not yet have a Hall of Fame vote. I haven't reached my 10 years yet. Um, I like most, I, I really think the answer is most members see it as a very imperfect system. I think where I disagree with a lot of people that you'll read on Twitter and on a lot of blogs is that most members are not the problem. You know, you look at the voting uh, patterns, and I think most people get it right. But as a lot of people have tweeted and written, if you get 500 people a cross-section with different opinions, not everybody's going to agree. And I think that's a good thing. That does, Again, it doesn't mean that we can't improve the system. But, you know, it, I don't think it's as bad as people think. And, you know, giving your vote to Deadspin which, you know, is what you brought up. That's, it, it's a publicity stunt. I don't think it really helps anything. See, but he wasn't it, seeking... It helps draw listeners to, to this guy's show. He that, wasn't seeking really publicity, though. And, and and I'd like to think he's already pretty big. Like, if I was doing it with my middle-of-the-night show on Mondays, then I could understand how you'd think it was a publicity grab. But, I mean, Dan LeBetard is a pretty big radio host in the States, isn't he? Well, he is. But, uh, you know, you stay big. Um, I think getting that publicity to him is more important than one vote uh, of one out of however many people, 575. And maybe he's one of those people who believes that, hey, one vote doesn't matter. You know, any election you're going to have in the U.S. or Canada, any one person casting a vote, well, no, it doesn't matter. No, except for in Florida in 13 sense, years ago. It matters a lot. Because you are offering your opinion, you are helping elect, you know, be it a prime minister, a president, or, or a Hall of Famer. Yeah, absolutely. And and again, you know, don't forget Florida in 2000, David. Every vote counts. Let's not kid ourselves. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. And I just, I wonder at about, I mean, okay, first of all, I think we can both admit that it's an antiquated rule that only writers can vote, right? Well, yes, it is. Um you know, this discussion gets difficult, too, because what what is the correct fix? You know, who should vote and who should not is a very difficult 
decision. You know, I think people who write for MLB.com, who are beat writers and are at every game, probably do have a, a right to vote. And I understand the conflict of, of interest argument, although I don't agree with it. You know, broadcasters should probably vote. Um, and, and people who don't cover every game or most games probably shouldn't vote either. But it, it's it's a very sticky situation. And I think what has happened is we had two years, you know, last year nobody getting in. This year was such a stacked ballot that it seemed like a dozen people should have gone in. Right. You know, and didn't. And I, I think it would have been more of a travesty if 12 people would have gotten voted in in one year. You know, it's it's... it's Baseball is cyclical. Voting is cyclical. You know, so I don't see, again, as big of an issue as a lot of other people do. A couple of minutes left with David Lorilla, uh, baseball writer and Fangraphs Q&A guy. You can follow him on Twitter at David Lorilla QA. Uh, David, there are 571 voters. And, you know, I remember last year when nobody was inducted, the guy who took the heat, and I wish I could remember his name, but he's known as an Olympics writer. And he obviously hasn't covered baseball in a very long time. Uh, there's an example in our city, the um, cartoonist, the uh, editorial cartoonist for the Montreal Gazette has a, a BBWAA vote. I don't know if he voted or not this year, but uh, it's, I mean, the Expos haven't been around for 10 years, and I don't think he's covered baseball probably for at least 15. Uh, I see an issue with that. To me, that that is one of the biggest problems here, is that you could have somebody who is retired, um, uh, Bill Conlon, the late, uh, is that his name, the... Um, the Philadelphia writer that was uh, basically drawn out of the game last year, he was accused of being a pedophile after he'd won the spink? Correct. Who I, who I believe actually passed away earlier today. Oh, really? Okay. Um, not okay. I don't even know what to say to that other than um, that was a really terrible story when it came out. He had just won the spink oh, award. Oh, it, it is a terrible story. Um, but I think the important point, um, you know, Bill Conlon aside, is, you know, who should have votes? Um, I tweeted uh, yesterday, maybe the day before, that maybe because players have to w- wait five years until they're retired to be eligible, well, maybe writers have five years after they retire. I think that's a great idea. Uh, and that may lose their vote. I think that's a great idea. Uh, and because, I mean, and again, we're getting into a tricky situation because there are people who have been retired for longer than five years, who know far more about baseball than both you and I. Yeah. So how do you decide that suddenly you're not eligible? You know, you're, you're putting a, you know, this is a rule. Well, what if you have one of the greatest historians, one of the best, most sabermetrically savvy, you know, bright minds in baseball suddenly can't vote for an arbitrary rule? You know, again, you, you know, it's a tricky situation. Last question, Dave, before we let you go. If uh, Dan LeBetard had gone on air like I am now and said, for the next two months we're going to take calls, and those calls are going to dictate what my Hall of Fame vote is, would you have had a problem with that? I wish I had a good, concise answer to that. I would have less of one than, you know, while has this niche is not very well respected um, in certain areas. But I think what it boils down to, we, because the Ken Gurnick thing is, you know, was big. Mm-hmm. To me, Gurnick, um, here's, here's a bad analogy. It's Gurnick was given an each guy was given an opportunity to sleep with ten women. Gurnick decided that 
uh, well, I'm only going to sleep with this one, the heck with the rest. <laughs> Levitard was given that option, any, you know, any one or all 10 of these women, and he said, oh, hell, I don't give a damn. You know, you pick. I pick, you know, wh- whoever you say. Stupid analogy, but I think it's pertinent. It's, you know, you're, you're going by what you feel is right, or you're saying, hell, I don't like the system, so I don't even, even care. In that analogy, I, I David, there's a huge difference. I think we can uh, safely say with that analogy that Dan LeBetard is the greatest wingman of all time. <laughs> Thanks well, so much well, for your time. Maybe he was lucky if they, well, they, you know, the writers picked 10, so maybe, yes, he did very well. And yet he chose not to sleep with Tim Raines, which will forever confound me. Who I have said many times outside of the Bonds Clemens. You know, pairing is the best. Reigns is the best player not in the Hall of Fame. Well, how long? I'm not saying that for your audience. (laughs) It's on the record. I've written many times. How long till your vote uh, comes up? Um, I have six years left. Awesome! Can't wait. Thank you, David. Appreciate your time tonight. Thanks, guys. And your next two guests, two of the best writers in. you know, who do baseball. So. Oh, it's a, tr- it's a triple tonight. threat tonight. We uh, we got lucky tonight. All three of you said yes, and uh, I feel very fortunate <laughs> for it. Right, just like the, the women who said yes <laughs> to uh, <laughs> David Lorella. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks David. Appreciate it. All the best.